0: Hello! Welcome to Push to Shout.
1: We're live, baby. Hi! Welcome to the uh, very special Thursday night, uh, one hour late, one hour and seven minutes late Push to Shout podcast. Every episode's special, but this one's specialer. Uh, oh my god, the intro just started. Okay. <laughs> um, Alright, we're here to talk about some video games, and uh, we're gonna start it out with Mike here. By the way, I'm Skip, and this is Mike. And Mike here is going to talk about, he's going to rave about how Lisa is the game of the year already, even though it came out last well, year. The best thing that ever happened to him. Go ahead, Mike.
0: Okay. Good read, my friend. Lisa, I finished it. Um, it was it was very, very good. I know I don't like Undertale to other people who haven't played it. I don't like to oversell it because it, it's, it's just going to make people not pick it up because you know being overly enthusiastic is kind of a turnoff.
1: And and you know our theme here, our 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 thing, our, our gimmick here is just to be cynical about video games and hate everything. Um that's yeah. kind of why people come you know to the podcast. So we wouldn't want to be positive about anything. It would be yeah. bad.
0: But um I gotta think about it some more, but I think <laughs> it's better than undertale oh Uh, i
1: I heard you liked undertale quite a bit
0: i did oh it's kind of okay it's way more flawed but quality is additive and it like undertale has that really cool meta story but this just has like a straight very very good story right so yeah it's 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 excellent in a different way It's, um, if another game came out that was like Undertale, I don't think it would really be all that great, but because that's already been done now, it wasn't done before it did it, it was unique. Lisa, you could keep making something like this. It's a more like applicable to reality story with actual themes that relate to real life and it's like a a story more than like an experience so I Makes sense to
1: me. It's
0: cool. It's really cool.
1: I'm definitely going to check it out, but I haven't yet. I've actually I've got a ton of games kind of on my... I've got so many games and TV shows that I want to play and watch and catch up on, and I, I, I can't even begin, especially because for the last week, instead of playing any new games, I restarted a playthrough of Witcher 3 um, because that game's really good, and I wanted to play it more. And so I just started a new character, and I've been having a lot of fun with it, again, even though I'm going through the same shit that I already did. Although, like, I've, I've you know, done some side quests and stuff that I didn't do before, like, found a werewolf man thing that was a pretty cool little side story that I completely missed the first time around. There's so much shit in that. Like, looking at the map and looking at all the villages and stuff, I realized how much stuff, even in my 60-something odd hours that I played The Witcher 3, how much stuff that I didn't even... See at all, like d- villages that I never visited, entire areas that I don't even know what's there. So it could be a while, uh, before I, I I would like to see everything in that game, but I don't know if I will. Uh, but I do, I do like it a lot, and I plan to keep playing it even more. But I do need to, god, I've got the Dragon Age came out on PC. Um, Dragon's Dogma, Dragon's Dogma, sorry. Uh, Dragon Age is already not, I don't care about Dragon Age. But yeah, Dragon's Dogma came out, and I I want to play that really bad. Uh, I've always I always wanted to play that, and I just never got around to it on console, so... Yeah, uh, that might be a while before I even get to it, and I don't know. There's just a lot of stuff. A lot more stuff coming out at the beginning of the year than, than you'd usually see, I guess. But, uh... Yeah, I, I finished The Witcher 2, also. It was a lot shorter than I thought. It was only like three chapters, but then epilogue and prologue, so... Uh it kind of flew by. But uh I liked it. It had a good little ending. It it wasn't as it's not it's so much smaller than the Witcher 3 and I didn't realize how much smaller it was. So it it kinda of surprised me. But um I like it. It's a nice little package. So there you yeah.
0: go. I'll probably go back and finish it after I play through Witcher yeah, 3 Yeah, you might as
1: well. I mean like the the last chapter for me it was really short. I didn't really do much of the side stuff and uh and it wraps things up with their little story. I I kind of like The Witcher 2's or I definitely like The Witcher 2's main storyline more because it's it's smaller scale and it's more dealing with kings and how they fight each other and stuff. It's not as a uh, it's not as like oh it's the end of the world. It's not that kind of thing. It's 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 very uh <laughs> it's not very intimate. It's still pretty large scale, but like it it feels more like a, a kind of classic, you know. Kings versus Kings kind of story, and I, I liked that.
0: Yeah. Uh well, I've been playing way more weird games than that. Other um, than Lisa? Yeah. Well, no, not weird than Lisa. I mean, like, Witcher 3 is like a straight up excellent game that's like super quality and super polished. Yes, it is. I played like the other end of the spectrum oh, no. of professionalism. I started picking up these um RPG maker like the horror games oh yeah horror, that's a dark like, hole um, you can go down um, you may nikki dot flow um and mad father i've been getting into and they're really cool okay um they're not the kind of games that you want to spoil or just build expectations for because exploring and finding just the things that it shows you is the entire fun of it Yeah. so but yeah they're each unique in their own way um and sometimes very disturbing in a way games like that can be good horror in a way that things like amnesia can't right because all it has to work with is like unsettling you rather than like surprising you or with the very realistic tension it's always more like abstract and conceptual just like weird visual things or um, just the way you move around the environment and s- surreal parts of the world. So, it with those limited tools, it winds up doing really cool stuff. So, those little RPG horror games are, are fun. Cool, neat. And uh, I also just watched the Steve Jobs movie. I came around which Steve Jobs on movie the news- first? Well, because the Sorkin one. Okay. Um, I came around on the newsroom. I realized that Came the pace I was pounding, you don't like it anymore no not, not really because uh, the pace I was watching it was like practically a season a day Yeah, and they call I binging. was sort of able to just yeah I was able to sort of just like think about those moments that I genuinely did like but then when I started to try to rewatch the first episode I was like oh my god I, <laughs> I don't want to watch this which is the totally opposite experience I had with the West Wing. I could pop that on with my family and not feel embarrassed. I'm so glad like, that there's you... There's something uh, about the writing that's... Yeah, it's...
1: Saw the error of your but there are
0: But there are legitimately great moments I mean, of course there and are. ideas. Aaron Sorkin, I mean, he show. made uh,
1: some movies yeah. that I really love. I, the social network is, is up there for me. Like, I really, really, really like that movie. Um, it's,
0: it's really just... It's the core. That's the yeah. problem. Yeah. But there's some cool stuff. The in writing.
1: <laughs> like, the characters. I don't know. I, I... Yeah. But sometimes...
0: It's, like, sometimes good. Anyway. Um, so, yeah. But I watched the Sork and Steve Jobs movie, which I don't really know what to think of. Have you seen it? No. The right. new one? Okay. Um, well, I've seen clips from the... What's... I already... Ashton Kutcher. Fuck. Punk guy. Right. Punked Punk guy. <laughs> Um so yeah that one apparently sucks and from what i've seen it does suck this was much better i'd say he's not just randomly screaming at people saying, you you asshole you're fired i'm a mean guy it's more subtle in this one yeah and it's very focused um it's set basically in like three parts before the um like keynote of three different products and it's able to focus on a very narrow set of things. It's not like a whole sweeping biography of his career or anything. It's just like looking at Steve Jobs in a couple of those moments and how he like denies the paternity of his daughter and it was a pretty cool take on it. It was I was actually interested, you know, I'm not really interested in Steve Jobs in general. Yeah. So
1: I didn't really want to watch those movies because first of all, I'm, I'm kinda of like you, I I don't care that much about Steve Jobs, I'm sorry. But also like <sighs> There's just something weird about, you know, he, his death is still recent and there's a lot of hearsay. Like to me his whole life yeah, is hearsay. Yeah. And so it always feels weird seeing a movie made out of someone's real life or real experiences but not firsthand. Like I don't know, it it just it just felt weird and I didn't really want to even see it. See either one of those movies. Um so whatever.
0: I know that it it's, like, presenting a flawed picture of Steve Jobs. That's, like, the whole, uh, like, premise of it. Sure. But still, like, the tone of it, it kind of feels like they're deifying him. Like, this, like, a Just Jesus making a movie about him man.
1: in the first place is kind of like that. Because, like, I... It's just not enough time has passed for him to become a historical figure or anything, which is what you usually see with biographical At this point, movies. it's
0: basically guaranteed, though, just, like,
1: Are you sure, by feedback. Like, <laughs> it's just so weird. I, the whole thing is weird, and the way that people treat Apple and Steve Jobs, yeah, that, that's something that I just want to stay away from.
0: <laughs> I'd say I'd recommend it, because part of the point is that it, it does sort of tear that stuff down, that right. he it makes it pretty clear that he was just in the right place and doing the right things, but I don't know. It was good. I liked it. Okay. Uh, that's about all I've been doing.
1: Um, yeah, I haven't done a lot either. Um, I was trying before we came on, I was trying last minute to think of like, I mean, I know there's stuff I've seen and stuff, but I just, I can't think of it. None of it left a big enough impression on me, I guess (laughs) to mention, uh, so it's been it's been a pretty slow week. Uh, I've been very busy anyway. But yeah, Witcher, Witcher two, and Witcher three do that to you. And they make you forget to do anything else because they're very good games.
0: Yeah, um, I guess I could say one more thing about Lisa because I'm kind of more fired up about that than I let on. I'm oh. <laughs> oh, sorry, okay. I can't help it. Um, <laughs> yeah, it. What everybody said. There's very little. Out there on this game, as far as like analysis goes, which, um, not that it needs to be analyzed or anything seriously, but, um, I'm just surprised by how good it is and how little content there is for it. Undertale, there was lots of people talking about it. Here, you can only yeah. find a few, um, videos about that stuff, and most of them are about the choices, because there are these choices you make where it's like, oh, do you want to. You know, this is the very first one. This is barely a spoiler. Do you want to kill this party member or give up all your items? And it's a legitimate choice that makes you actually think about it. But more than the choices, the stuff that's just written into it is so good and funny that sometimes people pass it up. But just the the moment-to-moment writing of it is really impressive and probably more like outright funny. Like, Undertale has this kind of soft-spoken sense of humor sometimes. Yeah. Lisa is, like, just laugh your ass off funny sometimes. It's, um, it it's it just whiplashes between being outrageously silly and just dismally oppressive, and it doesn't care and does it from screen to screen even. It's really cool how it manages, like, its tone and manages to be so funny and, yeah, you showed, and you showed
1: me the you showed me some of that music from the soundtrack yeah, it's it's so strange it's a very eerie <laughs> eerie game uh it's neat uh I, I i just remembered something that i i actually think this was a couple of weeks ago and i forgot to mention last last time but uh i watched uh gone girl oh have you seen that you
0: no but it's uh david fincher right
1: yeah and uh it's, God, it was weird. It was, I didn't have any idea going in what the movie was about. Like, I I guess I was lucky enough to just avoid any kind of discussion about it or anything. And, uh, and so the, 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 the places that that story goes are really, really surprising if you go in blind. And, uh, and I, I enjoyed it. It was, it's an unnerving, it's an intentionally unnerving movie with like, I think an un, an intentionally unsatisfying kind of story, I guess. Uh, like it doesn't resolve very well, um, but it's, it's worth seeing. It's, in, it's fascinating. Like, I don't know if I've ever seen a movie like that. Um, and, and uh, that might sound like giving it more praise than maybe it deserves, but I did enjoy it a lot and it's well directed, but it, it's just the nature of the movie is so, it's it's unique and uh and it it, it has a kind of an oppressive or oppressive is the wrong word but like dark just dark atmosphere and and the theme is dark too but like uh it's it's cool i i I liked it i kind of want to watch it again um because i i was i i was kind of i was blind enough going in that i halfway through the movie i still didn't really know what was going on um and so i think i could benefit from a second viewing and uh yeah it was it's 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 a little bit of an adventure i i did enjoy it
0: um i okay i almost forgot this and i'm so glad i didn't i found a an awesome youtube channel that i have to share with people
1: Oh, I checked out the I checked out the thing you you mentioned last week. The guy who did the fig thing, and I couldn't. I I hated his voice. I it's hated so, it. Hated it. Yeah, couldn't do it. I could not watch it. You get you kind of got to power through. I could. I just didn't. I I just took his word for it. <laughs> and, and okay, closed the video.
0: okay, that, that's all that matters. Um. Anyway, go on. Okay, it's called "You Suck at Cooking," and it's okay. so interesting. Uh, what is it? So it's this guy and he just he he must also be a trained filmmaker because these episodes are put together so like perfectly there's like these comedy s- cooking episodes it's I can't really describe it but it's these weird surreal short films about making food food that's mm. like delicious that's like part tutorial and part really strange video. It's it's really <laughs> weird to describe, yeah, but that's it's, a bad it's very very funny. Um, how how can I better describe it? I guess he it's very simple recipes, and he shows you how to make them. But it's a tutorial augmented with surreal departures and breakaway skits okay it's it's interesting it's worth checking out it's you I, suck I at like, cooking
1: i like that um cooking videos on youtube have kind of created a genre of their own where people have just totally done really weird spinoffs like starting with like epic mealtime which at the time was kind of funny and now very quickly got old but uh but moving on to like there's a guy who does videos with his son, like a very young kid. And he lets the kid pick out the ingredients and, and cook, cook in quotation marks, a meal. Uh, and there, that was, those were pretty entertaining videos. Uh, and then, um, there's cooking with dog, which is just like a really straight faced cooking tutorial channel, but narrated by a dog that just sits there and watches the lady that cooks. I, there's some weird stuff out there. Um, there's R.R. Maybe, Cherry Pie, who shows off little Japanese mini mini meals, but they're like candy. They're made out of sugar, but they're just made to look like a little McDonald's Happy Meal and stuff. You should check out R.R. Cherry Pie. <laughs> I'll have to. <laughs> Talk so, about a weird dark rabbit hole.
0: <laughs> this Yusuke cooking guy, an example will probably do a better job. Um, he was talking about how to make like the perfect ramen salad, and he was showing all the steps. And um, he got to the cucumber and he says, this is what I like to do with the cucumber. And then he slices, notches into it with like six strings and all the frets of a guitar. And then he, it's like a point of view shot of him with like this cut up piece of zucchini with like flaps for strings. And then he plays the zucchini like a guitar, but a guitar is recorded and it's synced up perfectly to him playing the zucchini and it's a total one to one match and he plays a song on the zucchini accurately with the frets like and then it, he just says don't put zucchini in the fucking bowl <laughs> it's okay. so funny
1: it's it's I'll weird. Have to check that out
0: yeah <laughs> that
1: sounds bizarre
0: um it is oh metal gear have you played it did the online come out Beta did.
1: Oh, okay. No, I haven't played it.
0: I haven't played it either, and I don't really have an interest in doing it.
1: <laughs> it's been too long. Like, I wish it, I wish it came out back when, like, a week after the game came out or something, so you could like take a break from the single player and play some multiplayer. But like now, I, I don't really want to go back to the game. I, I'll still probably check it out because it looks neat. Um, but I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's just been too long. It's kind of like, like, um, Grand Theft Auto. Five has some really great additions to the online now and I just can't bring myself to go back and actually play the online even though I kind of want to like they've added a lot of stuff uh that looks really neat but oh well it's it's just been too long uh I I like that that those kinds of developers continue to support their stuff and and you know release content like that but I almost wish they just did it in bigger chunks so that it was like an event instead of like these long drawn out you know, addition by addition, adi- by addition, and it doesn't it doesn't pull me back in strongly um, enough. But uh, maybe, maybe if I ever finish with *The Witcher* three, I'll check it out.
0: <laughs> How far would you say you're into that?
1: Uh, I I played probably twelve more hours. Twelve hours into my new playthrough, like I'm I'm halfway through the Bloody Baron quest line. Um, okay. And uh, I've been doing some side stuff, too, that I I hadn't done before. I God, I've talked a lot about The Witcher 3, but it continues to impress me. The world, how beautiful it it looks, and, like, how unique all the different little areas look. It just blows me away. Uh, the, uh, uh, well, according to uh,
0: commenters on my videos, apparently The Witcher 3 is an overhyped cocksuck. Yeah. yeah. And I can't tell if I'm well, ironically joking. Uh,
1: no, I mean, yeah, I... Uh, I wish the horse was better. That's, that's my one wish for that game, because goddamn, the horse sucks so much. It, it gets stuck on objects. It's terrible to control. It stops randomly for no reason, and it drives me insane. Although it is cool. Have you tried in The Witcher 3 uh, like trying to hit someone while on the horse with your sword?
0: Um, I've never really tried Do it for it. very long.
1: Do it. Next time, like you're riding by, like a bandit or something like that, I don't remember it working. You just, yeah, you just, you can just press X and, and, and he'll swipe and he'll do it automatically on only... No, it did it. It
0: just didn't do much.
1: It... So I'm playing on hard mode and I, there were a couple of sections where there'd be like multiple enemies out in the wild and I would have, I'd be struggling a little bit. And then I tried just staying on my horse and running by and swiping them. And it does a lot more damage if you're like at full speed. And it's just really satisfying, because you'll just, like, run by, and you'll swipe your sword, and their, like, head will fly off. <laughs> and it's just, it's really great. Um, you should try it again. That, that, that game's great. I just wish the horse didn't suck. That's all. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to get back into it for sure. I'm I'm enjoying it a lot more, too. Playing it on hard the first time around, especially, like, around this time of the game, towards the beginning, I was struggling a ton uh, with, like, bosses and stuff. And now I'm taking more advantage of potions and bombs and oils and the and the uh, the signs, and I'm enjoying it a lot more as a result. Like actually preparing for the fight rather than just kind of going in and winging it. And uh, it's 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 way more satisfying if you play it like the proper way. And I, I never really took the time to to play it the proper way originally. So
0: this is a total change of <laughs> That's topic. Fine. I can't believe I didn't remember this, uh, but I just went to Broadway, New York City, and saw the Book I of saw Mormon that you were live. In New York
1: City, yeah, that's you saw the Book of Mormon. I wanted to see that, yeah. And I never got I the did. It was in Birmingham, yeah. and I just never never went.
0: Yeah, me and my girlfriend, we went up to New York, and we saw the Book of Mormon live, and it was like incredible. So I, I hope there's no lawyers listening. I watched a bootleg recording of, of the original production of it years ago Yeah. and I knew that I, I just had to see it live and legit because it was amazing and um, it was even better in person. I, I listened to the soundtrack to it like a million times before going to it and uh, not like recently but just over the years and it was something to see in person. Um, the music is shockingly good and catchy that's awesome i I... you it's like the the humor is a given but the fact that the music is so good on top of that yeah well that's how like the instantly hummable it's it's yeah it's special that's
1: how the original south park movie bigger longer and uncut like nobody expected that they expected it to be a long south park episode but they straight up did a musical with it with legitimately like they tried to actually make the songs catchy and stuff and didn't one of those songs like win a Win an award? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that,
0: I don't. I know it was nominated for an Oscar.
1: They they have
0: for best song "Blame Canada," but I'm not sure if it won. Yeah,
1: they found some talent that that does the the music for them, and and the the uh, well, it's, Team America has for that movie. Pretty, it was like, there. Um, they didn't like. I mean, surely they have someone who writes the songs for them, though. Like the actual well,
0: that that was what they majored in music. I had no idea. They they get help. I, I think, but the help was more substantial on the Book of Mormon. They got the composer for Avenue Q to help them on oh. this, but uh, from, as far as I remember, um, bigger, longer, Uncut was more them.
1: That's really impressive. Then I, I I didn't know that. God, I, yeah, yeah, that's they're they're really they talented. They are they're very <laughs> talented, and I've heard the great things about the most recent uh, South Park season and like the 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 topics that it touches and everything. I've heard people really enjoyed it, uh, but I only watched like the first couple episodes. I need to. That's yet another. I, I need to watch that, and I need to watch. Uh, I want. I need to finish up Narcos, Margo season two. I would need to still need to watch Better Call Saul. Uh, I want to watch that making of a murderer. When show. is that Better Call Saul season two coming? I out? I have no idea. I I don't care because I, I need to watch season that. one still. <laughs> um,
0: season one was great. Yeah,
1: so I, I'm way behind. Nathan for you is really good. If you haven't watched Nathan for you, yeah, it is. I have.
0: <laughs> You
1: should check. It's it out. really good. Uh, yeah. I. God. Okay. Let's let's move on to news. Um, you've there's lots of sad news. Well, yeah. Not so much video game news, but I guess you could say it's still so sad. I guess you could say David Bowie was was major no, solid news. God damn it. Um, yeah. I mean, it is sad. It is. I I David Bowie. Like he's someone that I liked his music. Um. I hadn't like never. I never got into his music or anything like that, but I've always kind of enjoyed his music passively. And then uh, Metal Gear, when Metal Gear Solid Five came out, it kind of made me check him out a little bit more. And uh, that guy was something else. So it was. Yeah. Really. Yeah. <laughs> I I'm kind of surprised by how
0: comparatively little is being made of his death. I wouldn't call up compared I to someone like that. Michael Jackson.
1: I don't know. I have seen a ton of shit about David Bowie.
0: I know. But it's still.
1: And I would say Michael Jackson he was, was bigger like than, another way.
0: I mean, I know, but just his his music was. It was so diverse and so good for so long.
1: It's, it's 80s music that fits the genre of 80s music but doesn't suck. And that's, <laughs> that's yeah. something to be said for that. So, yeah, that was kind of crazy. And then Alan Rickman this morning, born in that news too. It's it's been it's been uh, it's been a bad week for for kind of old but not super old celebrities. Yeah. Hopefully, uh, hopefully we won't lose too many more this week.
0: Alan, Rick- Alan Rickman, you may know it's hans gruber yeah that's how i I
1: always associated with hans gruber but then like online everyone's talking about harry potter and i i mean i liked the harry potter movies just fine but i just never really associated the reach of it that much with with snape as much as hans gruber is is alan rickman to me (laughs) so i don't know yeah definitely um all right let's let's get back to video games let's stop talking about dead celebrities let's talk about that's what gets the rating. Well, let's talk skip. about uh art games such as that Dragon Cancer. What do you have to say about that Dragon Cancer?
0: Well, I don't have anything to say about it, but I heard you tweet Yeah. I I uh
1: I I don't have that much to say about it either. I haven't played it. I watched the trailer for it. That's the extent of my uh Maybe you
0: have it folks are <laughs> very well-informed perspective. Well,
1: I- the reason that it's become news recently is that, I guess, so the the game is, uh, it's made by, I think, a couple who lost a kid to cancer, like, at a very young age, like no. basically a toddler, and they made a game based on their their experience with it, and uh, it's a very artsy, abstract kind of game, and, uh, and it's $14 or $15 on Steam, and they started a Kickstarter for it originally to be made and i don't know why but for some reason this game in particular has come up with like a bunch of people saying that it's it's wrong for them to be asking that much money for the game and that they're profiting off their kid's death and all sorts of really nasty shit that i don't understand at all because people make kickstarter games and then sell them for money all the time and i i don't know it's really weird um it doesn't look like a very good game to me. Like I don't have any interest in it and I don't think I would enjoy it. And I don't, from what I've read about it, it seems like the fact that it's a video game is more of like a secondary thing and that it really shouldn't be a video game because the video game stuff detracts from the overall experience, et cetera, et cetera. Mm. And also $15 for what seems like a very short game, all that. But, uh, but people can, people can charge all the money they want for their game, whether it's Kickstarter or not. I, I, I don't know. That's been a really weird, uh,
0: what a rip-off. Yeah. Oh my god, it's worse than fucking Lehman Brothers.
1: And then Gone Home and and uh, all the other walking simulators. I, I, whatever. I, th- People get not much. way
0: too mad about that stuff. They do. Like, and, on principle, which is, they're not, like, bad in theory,
1: really. Yeah, I mean, so, like, Gone Home, people's, I think people's biggest problem with Gone Home was the fact that it was so expensive and it was so short uh, but then it gets blown out of perspective where people say, well, you know, you can pl- complete it in two minutes. Well, not really. Like, yeah, you can
0: You have to turn on the thing that makes everything unlocked to do yeah, that.
1: It, you have to play through the game to do that blind and a blind run. But whatever. But, like, people... If you don't think it's worth $20... Like, the beginner's guide. I didn't particularly love the beginner's guide. I could see where it was going, and I could see how someone could enjoy it if they shared the kind of emotional experiences that the that the game was going for. But for me, it it wasn't worth the money and it was too short and I didn't enjoy it very much and I got a refund on it and I was fine with that, whatever. I paid for it, I didn't like it, I got a refund because I didn't like it and didn't think it was worth it. Luckily, Steam lets you do that now. So there's no... I don't know. I, I It's it's capitalism, guys. Yeah, people can charge whatever they want for, for their games. And also, I, I like the concept, too. I like the concept of people making a game based on based on like a really really horrible thing that happened to them and and kind of like coping with it through you know making something that's that's cool. I I like the idea. I don't know if it was well done or not, but whatever. I it seems it seems cool. I think a lot of people take issue with it because they they talk about like they're Christians and they talk about like Jesus and stuff. And and so the internet hates that. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Great. I
0: love talking about it's, this stuff, as you can it's tell. It's video
1: games. It's video games. Uh, social justice I warriors. Mean,
0: there's... Yeah, that's. <laughs> Let's all take a moment to remind ourselves what the most important thing about video games is. GamerGate. Social ideological Gamergate. conflict.
1: Tweet about it. Uh, hashtag GamerGate. Tell people to watch this episode. Uh oh, God. Their GamerGate.
0: Even even as a joke, man.
1: Yep. Uh-oh. Is there any other news? Someone left Rockstar, someone prominent left Rockstar. Uh, uh the head the project lead on I don't know, someone prominent. I I don't know
0: Rockstar North boss. Yeah, that.
1: That was it. Huh. You know, it's time for Rockstar to to start announcing a new game. I guess maybe at like E3 or something. I wonder. Yeah, I guess it is about time. Red Dead Two, Red Dead Three, Red Dead
0: Revenge. What? Did, okay, so they made four in two thousand eight, and then five in twenty thirteen.
1: I think it was so. Grand Theft Auto four, and then Rockstar North or Rockstar San Diego. I don't know which company. Uh, I think after that it was L.A. Noir, right? And then Red Dead Redemption, or oh the LA. yeah, early was
0: 2011,
1: and then Max Payne three. Max I Payne guess. three, yeah. Um, oh yeah, God, I forgot about so, Max yeah, Payne three.
0: Then it probably is time. So Max Payne three was a game I like that game. Uh, one of their studios, yeah, at least.
1: yeah. I, I would love to. See, God, I'd love to see any. I, I'd I'd really love to see a completely new, you know, IP. But honestly, any of their games, I would love to see a sequel. Yeah, <laughs> I, I there, there's all their stuff. People have been talking about a bully sequel, that's that maybe has been long in the works, uh, which would be really cool. I don't know. I they've they've always made such good games that like, even if they just try to iterate on something they've already done, that's that's fine with me. Like <laughs> they're really fucking good.
0: When I hear the sketchiest, I was just looking at a rumor about Red Dead Redemption Two, and this is one of the sketchiest lines I've ever read. So tell me if this makes you confident okay. that it's a sure thing. Red Dead Redemption 2 has been linked with a 2016 release date.
1: No, that's not going to happen. It's a
0: highly anticipated title that has yet to be confirmed or teased by Rockstar. Where did you
1: read this? What reliable source? It's
0: express.co.uk slash entertainment. It's basically the most clickbait. Yeah, like boiler. I would plate. take Red
1: Dead Redemption on t- on Line. PC yeah. long before I would take a sequel, though. But that's probably not going to happen.
0: I would love a sequel on PC. Yeah, yeah.
1: it's 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 like Grand Theft Auto Four, Noir, uh, and Max Payne Three, and Grand Theft Auto Five all came out on PC, albeit all of them I think delayed releases. But Red Dead Redemption never got it's never got what we all want,
0: and it deserves it so much. It's it's
1: yeah in my opinion even after grand theft auto 5 which i really loved it's still probably my favorite game of theirs um i love that game so much and yet we'll never see it on our favorite our favorite gaming devices with oculus rift support
0: so did the vive come out with a price yet
1: not yet i don't not that okay. i know of
0: it's all on them. I
1: imagine it'll be more expensive. The Vive's going to have the camera, the front-facing camera, and it's going to have wall mounts, and I think it's going to come standard with motion controls too. So I think it's going to be even more expensive. Okay, never Uh-oh. mind. So, <laughs>
0: so it looks like Oculus is safe for now.
1: Yeah, I guess safe. I don't know. Maybe I mean maybe if the Vive is you know seven hundred dollars instead of six hundred dollars, then maybe I'll go for the Vive because it's, at least it's the more premium product for. Not that much more. Uh, I guess so. See, or maybe they'll figure out a way to actually drive costs down before its release, but I also doubt that. So I don't know, man. I wish I wish VR could just get here now. <laughs> I I really want it. People, like I've I've heard people talking about. Uh, like it's something that we in the video game side of things don't really think about very much. But when people outside of video games think about VR, they think about like how can you create more like video experiences with it? Hmm. Uh, and, and there's been ideas like, uh, live events, sporting events and stuff, putting a camera that has 360 degree support, like, you know, on a sideline of a field and you can sit there in your Oculus thing and, and be there. And that, that actually seems legitimately cool, like gimmicky, but still really awesome. Uh, it, it makes me really excited. I I would love to see what people do with it. I, I, there's also... You can also sit in a virtual living room and play normal video games and watch normal movies on a very tiny screen on your low-resolution screen. That seems really weird and stupid, but... Yeah. Uh, hopefully... God, hopefully that stuff's not too far off because I, I, I can't wait. I want to go to space. I just...
0: I want it to be resolved and over, and there to just be a, a working one that's affordable and also everything's worked out. Donate. Just, this is like a th- third-generation product for me.
1: Donate to the uh, Push to Shout uh, Patreon and GoFundMe so that we can buy new PCs and Oculus's, uh so that we can give you the best reporting experience. We guarantee...
0: It will quadruple the production value. Yep, there'll be videos like you've never seen before. Yeah,
1: you won't even you won't even believe it's it's the same same production.
0: We'll blow you out of the water. So donate, revolutionize streaming. Mail us bring it mail to three uh, Do you think there's a way we can physically surround our viewers in VR?
1: I'm sure that we'll find the way if they fund us.
0: Yeah. You know this is probably not worth bringing up, but I'm gonna do it anyway.
1: I mean, we're starved for content week. this episode, so.
0: I was listening. Don't ask me why. I don't listen to this show, but I decided to listen to John um, Jafari, John Tron's appearance on the co-optional podcast, okay. the most recent one. And they uh, started talking about The Witcher Three. And I just got so irritated.
1: What were they saying about The Witcher 3?
0: So... It wasn't them. It was just JonTron. JonTron was of the mind that The Witcher 3 is like... um, Bloated. Grindy. And he just doesn't get it. And then uh, he made like like 20 minutes worth of comparisons to games like dragon age and skyrim and saying that they're like clearly better. It it was just, um, I don't know. An impressive display
1: of ignorance. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I, as you know, I, I follow the giant bomb site and their stuff and they had their game of the year stuff. Uh, And what they do is they record these podcasts where they give the awards. They discuss who they think should win various awards and stuff. And they just, they just talk about it and record a podcast while they're talking about it and then do the official reward stuff. And, uh, and for their game of the year thing, they try to rank them one to 10 all kind of by committee, like reach, reach as much of a consensus they can as to like what order their game of the year list should be in. And, uh, none of them had finished the Witcher three. None of them had even gotten really past like 20 hours into it because Metal Gear Solid five came out around that time, you know, like Witcher three yeah. came out, people played a little bit through it. And then Metal Gear Solid five came out and this was how it was for me too. like, I'd reach a point in the Witcher three and then Metal Gear Solid five came out and I didn't touch it for like a month and a half. Um, and they never got back into it. And then they, and then they proceeded to say like, Oh, the bloody, the bloody Baron quest line is the best part of the game. And it's downhill from there, and it gets really slow, and and, and just n- not as good after that. And they're just wrong and ignorant, and it pissed me off. So there you go. Yeah. That's that's what I think about <laughs> Giant bomb. Oh,
0: yeah. I made a whole video just because I was pissed at my, like, subscribers. <laughs> Goddamn. Did I damn it. that video? What, what? Oh,
1: oh yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. That was a pretty good video.
0: Yeah. Uh, the parody parody video. Um, it's satire, it's a parody meant to make you laugh. Before you go Funny in, parody make sure you idiot. know
1: he's making a joke. It's tongue in cheek.
0: Yeah. So, um, what made my day though is the guy, or at least one of the guys, who commented on the interview video being confused if my like 12 minutes of sincere critique was all uh, a big lie. Yeah. It was, it was all an a elaborate parody. scheme. Um, he actually commented on this video that was basically about him and um as he kept replying I started just getting nastier and nastier and just shutting him down and you could see the moment where he turned and then I got one dislike on that video and lost a subscriber and it was funny as <laughs> shit
1: <laughs> it, was, it was great it was you're in your, uh, your comment section there
0: yeah Guys, this is me, Neil deGrasse Tyson, poning an ignorant, fundy Christian <laughs> on the I fucking love science Thank you, cast. Neil,
1: for bringing science to the masses. I fucking love science. I fucking, I fucking love, science love you, get, Neil. Let me tell you. Planet Earth. Check it out. Check out Planet Earth. Learn about some science.
0: Oh, okay. I mentioned this by name, but, uh,. I want to get more specific about it. So, one of those RPG Maker games is not like a procedurally generated dreamwalking thing like Yumi Nikki. Um, I, the name is Mad Father, And uh, I'm not really sure what to think of it yet. But um, basically, your dad, you are like this little Japanese girl, this little cute anime girl, and your dad is cutting people up in the basement. And like your mom probably killed herself and like it's it gets very dark and weird but um i i, I don't really know if it's interesting me yet <laughs> <laughs> it's i don't know you can never tell if something like this will actually go somewhere or if
1: it'll just That's completely with, fizzle out like, yeah i wish i think this is an issue with like especially small video games in general which is that someone will have a really really great idea and execute it really really well but but then just kind of that's it and it it isn't a complete package and so you end up when you're talking about the game say things like yeah I I loved what it did there and then the game as a whole just doesn't actually hold up to it and and now that that is what
0: I'll say about Lisa is the core of Lisa is remarkably solid and fleshed out that it's able to hold its weight and wrap up in that way i don't know if this will go anywhere but lisa definitely did it managed it sorry managed it it managed to actually live up to everything it sets up
1: that's nice to hear
0: uh and it's basically how to do a sequel Um, it's got like this little expansion sequel thing that um, it's called the joyful Lisa, the joyful and you buy it on steam as a separate thing, but um, it just adds it to your launcher and it's a completely self-contained thing that doesn't carry your save over at all, but it continues the story and wraps everything up in like a perfectly satisfying way. Um, It's just nice when a game will have all these weird setups but actually, pay them off. Yeah, in satisfying detail, and Lisa does that.
1: You know what I was um, speaking of? Satisfying games that do a really good job. I was looking up clips. I wasn't actually playing it, <laughs> but Portal Two, which I haven't thought about like since it came out. Really, uh, that game. That game's actually really good.
0: Yeah, I like it a lot.
1: I, the part where Wheatley goes bad and Portal 2, even, even a lot of people, I remember when it came out, people were criticizing it, like, oh, well, I saw it coming a mile away, that's kind of the point, first of all, but it's, like, really well done, like, really, like, he's in the room, and he's surrounded by those, I don't know robot pad things, yeah and, like he starts, like, laughing maniacally, and they're, like, moving with him, as if, like, you're in his body, and, and then that's that's the last single
0: player thing they need, right?
1: yeah i think so it's pretty much okay. the last thing they made in general except dota um i think counter-strike but that's not even ready. really uh that's another thing i meant to mention actually it was the writer of valves i think the entire half-life series i think the writer uh left so uh half-life 3 wow. is never coming out i don't know maybe okay. half-life is already written but, uh, but yeah, he's gone, so no word yet on uh <laughs> on half life three what when did this or, happen? I think this week, uh yeah, yeah, I forgot to mention that what <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty bad, uh I mean, I think they've still got a ton of other talented writers and stuff that that are still on the team, but that was like I think that was the main one. I don't know his name, sorry, but uh. I don't know. He maybe... was the
0: lead and sole writer for both Half Life and Half Life Two. I don't know about wow. sole writer, but yeah. that's what it says.
1: Okay. Uh, so either Half Life Three is being made, and they've done it. Doesn't matter now. They've written to it. Me. Well, maybe it's already unless written and it's
0: everything. done. I don't know, man. Shit. Uh, but it's if he's the sole writer on both.
1: <laughs> yeah. Then. I mean they,
0: they you have to edit as you go and
1: Well maybe maybe they're gonna man, announce that it's actually coming out in like a month and they're already done with it. No
0: way. I, this feels like the death knell.
1: I I, I gave up on Half Life three about a year ago, so maybe even more I, than a year ago.
0: I always saw it more like the extinction of the sun or something, but <laughs> it would be very distant but it would like eventually happen. Nope, man. Okay,
1: I don't well, know. I, even I,
0: if it does, I, I'm not I genuinely interested.
1: I, I genuinely don't think that Half Life Three will will happen ever. Uh, or if it does happen, it'll be a completely different, you know, team than the people who made Half Life. I will just be a completely so. Then the story
0: is just completely unresolved. Yeah,
1: yeah. I think we'll <laughs> why see... did they
0: have to end it on a cliffhanger when they had no idea what was coming next?
1: I think we'll see Left for Dead Three. Uh, and I think maybe we'll see Ricochet two or whatever, but no, I I think Half Life's done. I don't wow. know. Maybe they got tired of of making it. Maybe they didn't know where to go.
0: What the hell is Lost Squad?
1: I don't know. what, what is it? I I don't know. What did you where, where did you read that?
0: It's something about uh, Half Life three. Like a different project, kind of lost. This seems like bullshit.
1: There's always, yeah. This is leaks bu- this is some out of heavy shit. bullshit.
0: Just forget it.
1: I mean, I don't even really like. I'm, I don't even really care that much about the story anymore either. It's just been so long that like I've, I used to. I so completely. Cool. Oh, I used to. I loved it, but it, 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 it's been so long, and so much other good stuff has come out that. It's it's completely in the back of my mind. Is like not even really something that matters anymore. I,
0: you know what might be kind of a silver lining here, that those awesome mysteries will be mysteries. Yeah, the G Man and all that shit.
1: They won't like explain it and then ruin everything that that makes it interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Even, Although, because I mean, even if they the even thing. if
0: they make a Half Life Three, if he's not involved, then you can kind of separate. Mentally, if you have to, um, yeah, all of those like the who are the combine really, and what is their motive, and well, we kind of know what their motive is, but what is it like?
1: I feel like that the stuff would have largely may, remained unresolved anyway. I, I trust Valve in doing a good job with like retaining that kind of stuff, like that that actually makes the story interesting, even though it is. I mean, in the in the end, it's a pretty bare bones story. But uh it's it's really the style and atmosphere and and the uh not so much the story but the kind of tone of the setting that they've set up with like how oppressive so the combine bleak. just feel yeah. and everything. That stuff is is what really makes Half-Life Two good and the episodes good. Um but like I mean Half Life One ended in like a really you could even call it just an unsatisfying way where like the, nothing is really explained. It just kind of happens and ends. Of course that was a different time for video games and storytelling, but, yeah. but uh I feel like they're perfectly fine with leaving stuff like that open-ended anyway. And that episode three or half-life three wouldn't necessarily try to wrap everything up. Uh So, but anyway, it doesn't matter because we're never getting it. It's never coming out. So.
0: What, what,
1: what, what, but I'm excited for Left 4 Dead 3.
0: <sighs> I don't... I don't even want to say what they won't do. This is sad. Yeah.
1: I hope that... I hope they at least still make things. Like, I hope they haven't just turned into uh, Steam I'll, I'll and sure. eSports like, shop. and, and, and right. online shops. Like... That's what like that's imagine what Amazon
0: right used to write really good books, and now they're just Amazon.
1: Yeah, I, I just I really want them. Even if it's, even if it's just integrated into multiplayer games and stuff, I want them to keep making. They're still some of the best game makers in the industry. I mean, Team Fortress yeah. Two and 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 Portal and Half Life and everything they make is great and just well done through and through. And it'd be just a real shame if they if they let that all go to waste, which they might because they make a lot of money without doing that stuff a whole yeah. lot.
0: I guess. Yeah. It's kind of hard to justify investing a lot of effort into game development when they make so much Yep. by just slightly altering a business model here with item drops or yeah, it's that was a weird company.
1: They're a very weird co- company. And, and, and a part of me says like, well, Maybe they would just keep making video games because they like making video games, and they're a private company, and they can do that. But not totally. Sure. Yeah, I don't know. I don't I mean, know. Yeah, Eric Walpole. Yeah, he he's the guy who wrote like a lot of the Team Fortress Two uh, online content and stuff. He's a really great writer, and I don't know what he's Did doing he right now. I don't think he left. I think, no, but I don't there. think he's really doing anything like valuable. Or maybe he is, Damn. and they haven't announced it. I don't know. There's nothing more to say about it. It's all conjecture. So, <sighs> whatever. This is kind of a depressing week. <laughs> yeah. Sorry I remembered to, to bring up that bit of news. Make the comparisons, I guess. We've got uh, celebrities dying of cancer, uh children dying of cancer, and Valve dying of of commodity Money. cancer. <sighs> So this has been episode 61 <laughs> of the Pushed Out podcast. Yeah. Sorry I didn't upload episode 60. I didn't have the audio files, and I was too lazy to get them from Mike, which I think he has a backup.
0: Nope, but just hack it. Whatever. From, I'll
1: still make a post for it, but you're not going to get the audio version. I don't know. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll hack the video version. Maybe I'll get to pull the MP3 and go through okay. all that work just for, just for the fans. So, sorry.
0: We love you guys. We hate ourselves. I like myself. Because it's sad. Well, I hate
1: you. Man. That's fine.
0: Guys, enjoy your married lives. Happy, happy.
1: Good night.